Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. And our mates at supercoachchampion.com. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bob's Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey, the Bob's Express is back. And our shortened preseason pods, they're all finished, Corey, and we use the word shortened very loosely, don't we? But, um,. Well, uh, we might just wrap up some of the news that's uh, that's been pre-season so far before we sort of hit on next week and, and talk more specifically about how we're going to run and organise our teams. But before we uh, do tonight's body call, where can always see us up on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter and Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites and YouTube as well. Um, yeah, that's right, Vols. It feels like yesterday that we only just started doing these uh, quick-fire podcasts. Well, there's a beautiful comment that someone suggested that maybe we make the quick fire podcast a little bit quicker. They go fuck themselves there about that. Um, but we're back here with the... Yeah, it, no, it's funny that now we have to do... After talking about all these teams, we now have to come back and talk about a whole bunch of fucking injuries and shit for, you know, all our absolute locks and, um, you know, a couple of players that were on almost a rookie watch that might have more of an inflated chance now or are a little bit doubtful. So there's a lot to kind of jam-pack into this, uh, my friends. Yeah, I reckon. There's going to be a lot of names thrown about, and, and a lot of it might be rumour and innuendo as well. However, we will try to bring you, and, and we've kind of sorted through what we think is probably the uh, the relevant bits of information at this point. It's nice to see that we're back and putting out a lot of content, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, this is uh, this is what we're not paid to do, Corey, is to, to rock up here and, and, and produce this, uh, obviously, beautiful content that we put out. And that's, look, mate, that's what we'll continue to do. This is what we love to do, and, and that's why we do it. So we will no doubt be coming um, to listeners once, twice, who knows, Corey, maybe even three times a week over the next 26 or so days, because that's when round one, no, 24 days, Corey, two hours and 31 minutes at the time of recording. So we're only three and a bit weeks late, you know, so... Um, she's going to ramp up here quite rapidly, and um, and we'll do our best to, to help keep everyone on top of everything. It's crazy. Oh, like, it still feels like I've got so long to go, but only 24 days. It's actually a little bit scary. I should That's probably, like, saying. Should probably stop. <laughs> There's never enough time. There's never now. Yeah, you start to feel it, aren't you, Corey? Yeah, and that's what I probably shouldn't talk to you because I just have no idea how long there is until <laughs> we start talking and then you start making me panic and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for that. Um, I was just going to say before we start recording, the for those that are in Patreon, we're in the midst of organising the uh, Elites Catch-Up Night for the Patreon members as well. So, if you aren't in Patreon, you want to come have a beer with me and Bumps, you know, maybe throw a beer at Bumps. I suggest you get in the Patreon and figure out where he's going to be. Well, so. If I was you, I would not encourage it. Sort of <laughs> just, because there's every chance the repercussion will fall onto you. Might go, might go watch an Essendon game together, get a couple of the Essendon boys down there. That should be fun. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that night. That'd be good. That'd be really we good. Wouldn't have one, we wouldn't have one Essendon listener um, after the way you've treated them. I was going to say, I don't even think we've got any Essendon listeners that still tune into this months. podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, I seen it. It was a great tweet last week. I retweeted it off the uh, Elite's account on uh, Twitter. Just someone absolutely bashing us. Does not listen to the show anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> the love I have for the baby bombers. So, oh, nice. um, used to be a very loyal listener too. And the disgusting thing is, you were probably more of a member than he was last year. I mean, he probably didn't even sign up for his membership. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Ah, it's no surprise from residents of waters, really. They come out of the woodwork when they're doing well and just go into hiding when they're not. So, down the door, hit you on the way out. But no, look, the Bombers, they're going to have a good year this year. Bombs, you know what I said. I think they're probably a top four team. So, they're, they're tracking all right. I said, I don't know. Um, a lot of up and coming things. I think letting Josh Dunkley not come to the club was probably the smartest thing they'd done. They managed to get what pick six, seven, eight, which uh, have already proven that they'll be on track for round one and uh, rising star nominees and um, future Hall of Famers as well. So, congratulations to the Essendon Football Club there. Uh, look, let's just segue that into Dyson Heppel, mate. You're pretty excited about this guy. Yeah, look, um, I'm just surprised we started off with Essendon. I thought we might have just gone through the alphabet. Well, I was, um, was kind of going to do that, but then fuck it. And Dyson Heppel yeah, was on the tip of my tongue. So before I forget oh, yeah, about yeah. this useless prick, I better let you talk. There's actually some exciting things coming out of Essendon. And um, one of them is the news about how much of a pre-season, how much he's just lighting up the track at the moment. Currently my M5, Corey, and um, the Patreons might come to learn that over the next day or so as I... Uh, Drop my team reveal as I've sort of been doing once every week or week and a half. Um, but he's second day. He's uh, he's quite comfortably at M5, and my confidence between Essendon podcast to now in Dyson Apple has gone up about eighty three point seven four percent, Corey. Yeah, nice. It's um it's just huge, and I think three hundred k just offers immense value if he can remain injury free. And when I did a little more digging on his injury history and all the rest of it, and you know what, Corey, before the last couple of years. He was fucking as durable as anyone in the competition. Oh, we're doing that thing where we're allowed to go back and use data from any given year, are we? We can, Corey. Okay. We can pick and choose what we want to do yeah, awesome. here, Corey. Um, that's the way I operate. So, look, when it comes to Essendon, I certainly feel, well, you know, we're talking super coach world here. Um, Dyson Heppel, um, a big yes. It's a big yes for me at the moment. Uh, probably some other stuff that you might find super coach relevant. Devin Smith being told he's just going to go play on, in the fourth line again, Corey. You heard hey, that? You'll find a new team. My God, he had a big sock at GWS. He wasn't getting enough midfield time, and now he's just being shipped off forward down there. I wonder what's going to happen in that space. And, um, you know, there wasn't, you know, huge things to kind of report from the intra-club game that had gone on, but um, they were very impressed with that, that key back, Corey. What was his name? Cox. That might have been his yeah, name. Yeah, got the wrong one there. The big one, and I have to say, some of the footage I've seen, um, he floating across sort of intercept grabbing as well was actually quite impressive. Now we know intercept uh, marks can be uh, quite conducive to points, and with Michael Hurley as well um, in doubt for round one and potentially further than that. Yeah, he's no nice, chance. He's no chance for round one. Yeah, there could be a nice spot now open up for uh, for him, and I know he's a bit more expensive, one seventy odd k, but. Intercepting sort of players are friendly and conducive to good scoring games. Yeah, we'll have a look at what was it, Zach Collins when he just kind of popped a Sam, little bit. Uh, Sam Zach Collins, Collins, thank you. Yeah. Yep. Um, Zach Paulson. And um, I think Zach Zach Collins plays NBA in the NBA. So oh, um, yeah, <laughs> Sam Collins. Um, yeah, when that just popped up, and you know, you, we didn't really think that kind of big bodied forward had a place, but with intercept markings and you know, one-on-one and beating your defender, it's they tend to score enough to get you going. So You know who done it as well, I reckon, about three years back was Caleb Marchbank. He averaged about 80. And he paid, I reckon, about 270 for him at the start of the year, that year as well. So these guys, um, you know, providing they can get, you know, let's say four, at least four of those grabs a game, they can, they can pump a 70 or 80. Yeah, Jake Stringer too to miss round one as well. So, yeah, so... A bit of injury news kind of floating around, and um, yeah, but I think the most relevant super coach thing, though, Corey, could potentially be the um, 
the defender rookie we may have there, and Dyson Heppel's relevance again, I reckon. Yeah, um, I haven't jumped on the Dyson Heppel train yet, but look, you could see where it is. Midfield minutes, you think now? Or half back, no, or where's no, he go? I think it's going to be half back, and he may float through the wing. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near that inside kind of middle or centre back, centre square kind of mid. Um, and, I'm, and I'm okay with that. I'm happy with him just using the footy. Um, because I think just someone with his uh, ability to keep the footy, just being able to use it, um, would be enough to you know get 80 minimum um, week in week out, and and that'll be enough to potentially ride him up to you know a price of you know 460 to 500,000. At which point I can offload him for a premium. Yep, no, look, I don't hate it. I don't hate the pitch. Shout out to Champy, who was all about it after we uh, weren't massive fans on the SNM podcast. I mean, you were a little bit more uh, optimistic than I was. Um, but it was something that I definitely called the Jets on, and um, he actually messaged me after that, and we had a bit of a chat about it. And yeah, yep, yep. He uh, he said we were wrong, and look, I'm I'm happy. Well, I said mainly I was wrong. I can't really bring you into that category because I know you've been a big man in the Heppel, and um, and look, I said look, I'm challenging it. I didn't rule it out. I've been wrong plenty of times, and I'll be wrong plenty more times, especially about the Essendon Football Club. They're a fantastic club, and I don't want to take anything away from the. The great bomber supporters. So, um, hat off to you, Champkey. I hope he does well, and I hope your team produces this year. Look, bombs, just for your uh, your little peanut brain. I'll keep things in alphabetical order here for you, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> we'll go with the crows, brother. Um, well, let's go with the crows because I'll tell you what, we shouldn't need to update because when I released the crows podcast, which by the way, Corey was the first podcast, and we're probably the first media outlet, if you can call us that, Corey, to actually release the name Row. Now, have you heard? I've heard it about three minutes before we started recording this podcast. Yeah, because Corey was still unaware. He'll, he's 100% to be there round one. He dominated. I think, I think he kicked three snags in the 18 <sighs> in the intra-club, Corey. Just lock him in. I, didn't I say he was a lock in the Adelaide podcast? Yeah. Now, oh, I mean, you would know because you've probably listened to it 45 times while you're working well, out. So, well, Corey, I've actually cut it, cut out a few uh, few clips for myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, there's none of these J-O-I's, Corey. I'll just use a little bit of my comments, uh, if you know what I'm saying there, Corey. Some of the listeners may know. And the others, please don't Google J-O-I. It's fucking non-private fucking search history. That's for sure, Corey. I jerk off in a strap. Just listening to myself. Now, look, now, bro, if if he's not in there now, surely the people out there, Corey, they've got to start following him. And I think they are, because I, I will go, can't remember what his ownership was um, prior, Corey. But he's sitting at 44% at the moment. So um, people are hearing some good things about Rose. So you've got to get him in there. He's an absolute moral. And you know, the other one that we, we said was a non negotiable goal was Rory Laird, and that's just all but confirmed what's happening in the pre season. We've heard from a few of their staff members as well. They've just said, mate, did you see him in the second half of last season? He's a midfielder now, and that's where you'll be playing this year. So thank you. Thank you, the Adelaide Football Club. That's two. I think that's two we can lock in from their club to start our seasons. Perfect. Bumps, you're known as what's called an autosexual, my friend. What's autosexual is a term for for, uh, for sexual attraction, attraction to oneself. <laughs> you're not going to reveal that text message, are you, Gordon? No, no, that'll, uh, that'll yeah. stay between us. I know that you've been okay. a little bit nervous about... Uh, <laughs> I was a bit unsure about what was going to go on tonight's podcast, and uh, the listeners might be wondering, but look, it's fair to say that I've got a few tickets for myself, and we might just leave it at that. I'll tell you what, if you sign up to Patreon and, and hit me up, I might let you know if you're a paying member, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if you've got paying members in there, Corey, 
I'm relatively okay with maybe you just blacking out my name at the top. You can fucking send it on for it. Not a dog like Brett. You send Brett one text and it's all over social media. <laughs> I was very happy that I could text you with the slight amount of confidentiality. Uh, Brisbane Lions, my friend. I know this is a club that uh, have a little bit of news for us. Well, they do because um, what's going on with Lockie Neal? Because yeah, I'd love to know. Um, it has me sitting uneasy, and I'm uneasy because of his price tag. So for me, he currently not, does not sit in my team, and the patrons will, will get a look at um, what a team looks like without looking you know, I guess, Corey, the coming day or so. Um, and for me, it's just got me a little bit too uneasy. Um, and the other one I've had to remove from my team as well is old mate Cooper too, um, because played in the B team and now has a slight hamstring concern too. So I think he can, we can all but rule him out for being there round one, to be honest. And so he was, I think um, when we'd done the Dogs podcast, he might have been the highest owned player um, in the forward line. Um, so that's, he still sits at 61%. So I think that he's going to absolutely plummet um, over the coming week or two. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, Neil went back to training the other day. I, I do know that, but yeah. I don't know with primos, because we say this every year, don't we? We shouldn't put a hell of a lot of focus into... JLT, Marsh series, these slight corner niggles, how much work they do, because when round one rocks up, so do they. That's why they're premiums. And they? I think I think after the practice match, a lot of this Neil news will uh, be put to bed because they've confirmed that he's playing. Yeah. In the practice game? Yep. Yeah, just a little bit unnervy, though. Just unnerving. Yeah, oh, and so you should be. Um, it's the price tag. If it's yeah, just, you're paying you know, 720000 You want to make sure they're, uh, they're right to go. 100%. And we said, what, fuck, he scores an 80. Fuck me. Yeah, and that's a big plummet. And the fact now I want Dyson Heppel, um, well, the only way I can make that happen is to get 200 grand by moving Lockie Neal on, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, it's horses for courses. Yeah, uh, the Blues, what did they have? They had our Jack Martin coming out this week and said that uh, his role with Zach Williams will be a 50-50 midfield forward split. Um, we had... Newman go down? What's going on with Carlton Footy Club, mate? Well, I mean, the Newman one is of a non-concern, I would have thought. Um, Doesn't affect groups. the boys around him? No, and, and old mate Russ, Corey, now, you know me, you just seeing how I laughed, laughed reacted to his, his comment he put in the admin chat there, Corey. He, um, I he don't goes, think Russ has ever put a comment into the chat that hasn't been laugh reacted, but... Fair yeah, Corey, he writes in there, he, he sends the news of the... Um, the human injury, and then he goes, does this make Doherty relevant? <laughs> Jesus, Corey, I mean, what sort of peanuts have we got in, in, inside of our industry here, Corey? Um, no, it doesn't make him relevant. I don't think it matters to anything that's going on down at the Blues. I, I think they, they were struggling enough to put together um, who was in their best 22, and this just would have made a decision um, on someone a little easier than someone else I would have thought. So that's non-news, I think, than the Nick Newman one, as, as harsh as that might be. Um, there's no news in terms of the... Um, the rookie kind of front. Did you just see you were into old mate from uh, uh, Collingwood and Adelaide, um, Mr. Crocker? Oh, Benny. He, he, lit, he lit it up and kicked multiple goals in a uh, in the intra club and uh, in, expected to be uh, given another AFL lifeline on our um, on our list in the, in the coming days. And 
you know what, if there's a place for a small forward who can actually kick a few goals, even he actually might be a chance, but I suspect he might be more dearly priced than 120 grand for it. Yeah, oh look, I wouldn't be touching him, sorry about it. I don't know if you can hear the dog going off in the background, I think someone's at the front door and yeah. I won't be going and getting that, so a little muzzer can just shut up for 35 seconds. Um, uh, the pies, mate. What's well, there's not too much going on the front besides Chuggy not playing. No, well, Corey, um, now I'm going to announce that I'm going to go sober, um, because I'm no longer chugging for elites. He can chug right off as far as I'm concerned, Corey. I put a few eggs into his basket, and um, he, you know, what's wrong with his basket, Corey? He had a big fucking hole in the bottom. And Straight out, the eggs are on just, the ground, just on the floor. And, you know, it's not like they were chocolate eggs for you because you could still rescue those. No, they were just farm fresh fucking chicken eggs. The ones that you're getting for the Essendon supporters to throw at me. Well, if I was doing that, then, yeah, we'll, we'll run with that, Corey. So, look, I think Chud now, particularly his price. Um, now, if you had him in the forward line, are we near the Fremantle team yet, Corey? Uh, yeah, next. Because we've done Essendon. Yep. Yeah, well, I want to switch him to old mate in the ruck, Tracy or Tracy. You know why? Because of the loop. Oh, because he kicked oh, three, no. actually. He kicked three the yes. other day. He kicked three in their practice game. And uh, if we can skip all the GWS, we heard Matt Flynn is all but guaranteed to be the number one ruck for GWS come round one. So I think we're all going to have him on our point on our ruck bench. But uh, oh mate, Tracy now. Tracy, we might have found a new role for him in the forward line. Just have him sitting there. Um, it was the same price as Chug, which means you don't have to go off and find, you know, 15 to 20 grand to upgrade Chug to another rookie because Tracy, at this point in time, also looks like getting a round on gig. Yeah, imagine that. The so I found that very handy. Mm, not bad, not bad, not bad. Uh, anything else from Pies? I think that was it. No, not from the Pies. The Pies have been very, very quiet. Cool. I mean, we all know about Adams' injury um, at the moment, and I think, now, you, I can differ with me on this, but I'm hearing nothing about Finlay McRae at the moment, Corey. Um, he's not a rookie that's currently in my team because I don't see it happening in round one. Oh, the Finn, he'll be there. He'll be there. He'll be there to verse his brother, my friend. Don't worry about that. The big Finn. The better of the two McRae brothers. I'm telling you, you go into the season with it. He'll out-average his brother this year. But I didn't realise we had space for an outlandish statement. Yeah, I'll fill him in everywhere, mate. Fill him in everywhere. <laughs> Freo, you just touched on um, thing. Oh, is that it? Anything else? Ryan Tracy. Well, pretty good. Oh, Fifey? Yeah, Fifey hasn't... Um, they've, they've all but said, don't expect to see him anywhere this pre-season. He wasn't around for their you know, game. Just not doing much, but they said... Don't worry, he'll be there round one. Now, this is this is the one that I kind of like. So, with Neil, we were concerned, uh, you know, a little bit of injury and all this. There's none of that with Fife. They've just said, Fife, just fucking, just relax, brother. Just relax. It's all good, mate. You rock up round one, you go straight to the start, you just be the boss, Corey. That's, that's what they've said to him. So, with him, so if you're considering Fife, don't be nervous if you haven't seen him in the preseason. I think that's all okay. Yeah. And the other big one was Chappie, Corey. Happy I mean, your man from the uh, rookie podcast with Fremantle there, yep. 148k defender. Um, they loved him. They loved him in the intra club game, and um, currently sitting in my team as well, Corey. Uh, I think it might be worth just you know finding a way to have that uh, 148k player just floating around uh, on your field there. Freo has always just given us a couple of gems, nice and early. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Dangerfield's team. Is that who's he played for Adelaide? Yep. 
and we covered them all yeah, three. Yeah, we did, we did. Um, you still worried about the danger calf with um, the news about, you know, with how you feel about Neil? Is uneasy there or just because he's a midfielder you don't care? After he's 110,000 cheaper yep. and he's a forward. Zero concerns. And I'll make Chris Scott because Chris coaches them because C stands for Cats Corey. It's how we remember it. Um, I'll, I'll get that trend in, you'll see. Um, he said, no, 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 he's going to go back to become a premier midfielder in the competition. Now, if you do not own Dangerfield, you must own him now on the basis of those comments. And the other comment was that he's now pain-free. Yes. You, you don't concern yourself with what's going on with Paddy Dangerfield. You just get him into your lineup. 6 is a bargain, Corey. I agree. He may even be the highest Supercoach averaging player of the year. Agree. Six eleven. According to your man, you know, CS, he won't be he won't yeah. be a forward next year either. No. And remember we spoke on the John podcast, we thought, gee, I thought the temptation was going to be real from old mate Chris there. I thought, oh, imagine thinking if he was a third tool. Well he all but reckons now, no no no, it's all right, maybe we got Jezza. We we still got Tom up down there. And I'm sure at times he'll be required, but he's always been required there at certain stages. Yeah, like especially when they play yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah, but, you know, if he's going to go back to 70 75% of the time he spends on grounding the midfield, then uh, we can expect 120 minimum average, I would thought. And you know he can go have a vacation when he plays Essendon as well, so they're two games. That... Does he play either of them in the first couple of rounds? I haven't done an incredible amount of fixture analysis, Corey, but I can reveal it is in the works, and that Patreon on White will receive that about a week out from the season start. Fuck, that's handy. GWS Giants just giving us the worst news of the year with Big Prucy needing the shoulder operation. But that well, was soothed a little bit. Yeah. Well, is that the worst news? Because I want to hear you oh, soothed. Okay, okay. They've soothed it a little bit with uh, giving us a uh, little Matty Flynn. No, Corey. They haven't soothed it. You know what this is like? This is like going, this is, honestly, this is what it's like, right? It's like you've got a $2.50 TAB ticket for the quaddy. Right, you only put two dollars fifty, right? Because that's all you thought you, you, you put on it. And you walk up to the counter, you fucking hand in the ticket because the quarter got up, and you thought, fucking great, I'm going to get about half a percent here on whatever it's paying. And then the person at the TAB counter, right, goes, no, 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 hold on a minute, you've actually put two hundred and fifty bucks in here, Corey. Cha-ching! We've just received possibly the greatest cash cow of the year for free. Yeah, yeah, these ruckmen though, they tend to go, they tend to go just as quick as they come. Well, they've got nothing else, Corey. So, barring injury, which we cannot predict with no injury history and nothing else to kind of go by, this is a man and a rookie that we can almost lock, I think, for a 75. And I'll tell you now, with the news about Tracy, and we, maybe we need to discuss this in a um, in our uh, structure podcast, but it might not be out of the question to have Flynn at Ruck 2 and Tracy at Ruck 3 if they're there around uh, 1, Corey. You'd have to have both. Both would have to be playing. The, thing, the worry that with um, big Tracy, though, is the fact that he's going to go play forward. It's okay. He's just there in case Flynn does not play. Yeah. Because we, we there's no way we're playing Tracy over Flynn if Flynn is the number one Ruckman. Matty Flynn had a sick asthma last year. He needs to bring that back. Did he? Yeah. Like, real oh. dirty. Okay. Well, I like him a bit more now, Corey, because yeah. I've been rocking the mode for a little bit. Yeah, it's put yours to shame, that's for sure. Well, Corey, this thing's been growing for about four years, and it's still, honestly, Corey, I've got more hair on your fucking fingernails. Yeah, so, look, now nah, we could put, you, you're not wrong there, there could be the potential to do that, um, you know, splash that cash elsewhere, and 
and grab one of the other two big boys later. How would that how would that affect your Gord Grundy? Oh, sorry, what's how would that affect your Gorn Grundy situation with you know the fixture of Gorn and where Grundy is? Would that still mean that Grundy goes because he's more expensive, or would it be uh, sorry Gorn goes because he's more expensive, or would it be Grundy getting the chop? We haven't been that. that deep. I haven't thought that deep because it's uh, not something I've flirted with at this point in time and unlikely to flirt with it, I would have thought, in the uh, in the coming weeks. I think it's just Gorn and Grundy at this point. Yep, okay, cool. So you just mentioned that the you know they, people might be able to have Flynn and Tracy and then you just say you haven't flirted with it. I just think there are going to be people out there, Corey, who might prefer the combination of, let's say, Flynn on field if he's got some good scoring potential and a premium in another line, plus probably another hundred or two hundred thousand in the bank, as compared to Gorn and um, you know a forward line rookie on the I field, for instance. A lot of people who will do it. So yeah, no, and, that, and that's why I'm just saying, Corey, it's something that's worthy of a further discussion, and let's just flag it probably for the structures podcast, Corey. All right, mate, it's flagged. We'll go from there. The Hawkers, my friend. Uh, by the way, I know I'm not going in alphabetical order. I'm just going in uh, fucking team order here. Sorry, I went miss Gold Coast. That's okay. There was nothing, That's right. nothing Gold Coast relevant. That's probably why I nah. stopped over them. Yeah. yeah. Nothing Gold popped up in your last five seconds. Well, I'm not actively searching for new information, Corey, but um, oh, you said it before, pre-pod, not on-pod, that uh, no news is good news, you reckon, in terms it's of what's brewing going on. No news is good news. Yeah. By the way, have you seen him? No, I haven't, no. Is he big? Oh, yeah. It was big last year. Yeah, he's even bigger. He just fucking looks good. (laughs) Especially for, you know... Still no from me. The head that he's putting on there. But uh, the Hawkers, mate, did they have anything? No, I don't think they did. Did they have anything? What? Only that Tom Mitchell is, you know, 50-50 chance to round one at the moment. That's right. No, I was picking that ticket anyway. Um, No, he was a sniff for me. He was on the short list. And and the fact they then had... uh, Cause, oh, they got know, a couple, yeah, kids are playing football well too, yeah, fuck, I that's right. I went to town on them giving us nothing, and, and then word, naturally, as it happens, Corey, after we go to town on something, the opposite kind of happens. Yep. Uh, Brockman and Downey, so you've got $217,000 mids there, Brockman with the advantage of being a mid-forward, um, they like at the moment, from what I hear, Downey is probably in a better position round one than Brockman, but uh, don't be surprised if both of their come round one. Yeah, and that'll be fucking handy. Yep. Uh, they'll both be there. We'll do what we did last year. We'll end up picking the wrong one. Just fuck up our season from there. Yeah, both there. Probably just take both. <laughs> uh, the D's, mate. Clayton Oliver getting those shoulders cleaned up. Back running. <sighs> you thought I was nervous about Neil. You, you know what I've hated about this preseason now? And I, and I wish I'd take back the comments about a week ago when I said, now it feels like Supercoach is back. Because Neil and Oliver were the two most set pieces in my team that you could ever see. And then what happened was injury news and nervousness now around both of them is kind of like, shit, and I've done some work, and they've both made their way out. Um, albeit I've brought Oliver back in just because there's no one I'm not really a big Jack Skill fan. So. I sent him his scores last night, and he's like, four, yeah, that's good. That's no, like, actually, that was two nights ago. That's actually, like yeah. I love. Um, and I forgot to respond to that message. Actually, I've got something drawn for you. I am going to respond to your message. I'm just giving you Brett treatment. I'm going to give you about four days. Um, in the Has he responded to the last text yet? No. You, you know, I'm still waiting for that session. I'll probably, you know what, I'll message you now. I'll message you now. And I'll just see. I'll just have you finished work yet? Because it'll be interesting to see if I get a response on the report. 
Um, but yeah, the D's with Oliver, it's just he's going to be there round one. I think we know that. Um, but um, I'm just getting a little unnervy with him. Again, same thing with Neil. And so that's that's just the only kind of concern there. I think with Gorn, though, there's nothing but just confidence growing in Gorn as uh, preseason just continues on its very way. Yeah, look, Clayton Oliver's not going anywhere. Until I hear that he's 100% not playing, there's no way he's coming out of my team. That's just a shoulder fix-up. Like I said to you the other day, if he's out on track, he's running. Like, he's running. And it, even if the shoulders are that bad, you know, you do swing your arms while you're running. So I know you don't run on your arms, but there's no way that they're going out there and sending him to do, you know, hard sprints and hard laps. I know it's contactless, but... It's Clayton Oliver. He's the guy's a bull. He knows what he's doing, and I've got no worry about it at all. Yeah. Um, Melbourne. Did they producing anything else? No. Very quiet down there. They're dumb. North, mate. There's a little bit of kids chat going on. Some of the kids <laughs> performing. Some of the kids playing in the what's the lesser of the two teams that are going in the B team, as you call it. Um, some exciting. What's going on there? Mate, this is the most relevant football club. For super coaches, I promise you, Corey. Um, what's his name? Who was their first pick? Phillips. Now, I haven't been big on him the entire preseason. Don't worry about him. Get rid of him. Do not pay 200 grand for Will Phillips. Get Tom Powell. I told these, didn't I tell the listeners this? Yep. During the North podcast? I've got a few kids, right? I think we spoke about all 17 of their kids in the North podcast. <laughs> well, we didn't speak about Lazaro. We had a very, very good intra club. So actually, Lazaro, 117k mid, has found himself onto my midpoint at the moment. Tom Powell, he's as locked as they get in terms of rookies. Oh, you thought Flynn was a lock? Well, Tom Powell stands right beside him, to be honest. Now, the best news of all, Corey, you might be thinking the boss. You've spoken about all the rookies. Look, none of them don't earn any, any premiums. Jack Zegel, Corey. Oh, now, you, you might have heard us in earlier podcasts just absolutely call out Jets and you know, talk about what is he good at. We said he can't kick, he can't run, he's fucking too slow, he's you know, not going to be able to read the ball, what's he going to do from halfback, he's got no pace. Um, and there was something you said, Corey, the only thing he can do is mark overhead. Well, you know what he did in the intro club? What? He took about 1,400 intercept marks. Mm. Now, I'm t- I-, I can't pass it up now, Corey. I'm yeah, sold. Yeah, but North can't kick the footy. Now, I know that he played their B team. Because the North A team isn't that good, is yeah. it? And I know he played their B team, which means, fuck, he was playing VFL, even probably Waffle, like last year. No, not Waffle, Sandful, whatever it is. Um, I know he was playing Meeful. He was playing some shit fucking footballers. But you can only produce against the people that are in front of you. And I'm all aboard the Zeeble train right now, Corey. He finds his way back into my team. And Jarman, uh, he can piss right off. Yeah, I still need, I st- I need to see a bit from... The, the pre-season game. Yeah, and uh, I imagine he will impress you and then you'll be finding a way to get him in there. Yeah, well, that'll make it easier for me or he'll just piss me off even more and I'll be further away from it than I already am. So it'll be... You can only go one or two ways, can't it, mate? Yeah, literally. Um, oh, I had a nice chat with someone the other day saying that Aiden Cole was going to affect Luke McDonald's score. I don't really see that happening. Yeah, I don't see how that's happening. Do you want to your opinion on it? No, 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 I don't have an opinion on it because I don't think that's relevant. But the one that um that we kind of said uh, we thought was a good chance was Lockie Young. Um, call the Jets. If you've got him still at 200K, 
and he might be living under a rock and haven't heard the news. I'll do a quick switch him straight to Chappie. Like, pocket yourself 54k there and just be comfortable in that move and go spend that somewhere else. So, Lockie Young, I don't think going to be there come round one. Particularly with Zeebel's intercept game, Corey, it then starts to beg the question, how many of these bigger marking types do they want to play? Because they're obviously going to play um, Tarrant. They're obviously going to play um, Core. And if they play uh, Zeebel, they really need kind of someone else like that as well. The other one was obviously, and we didn't touch on this in the North Melbourne preseason podcast, and he probably should have come up in the Do Not Touch with Jaden Stevenson, Corey, who um, absolutely dominated um, in a midfield role there. And I know that as the preseason goes on, there's just going to be more and more talk about Jaden Stevenson, and people are going to get more excited. But I, I really do feel that he's someone who's going to be a trap. Oh, you cannot touch Jaden Stevenson. 354k, there might be a few out there who would be willing to. Um, but I think, if I can speak on behalf of both of us, Corey, it's a firm no. 100% agree with that. So, yes, you can speak on behalf of me in that instance, uh, Bump. So, that takes us across to Port Adelaide. Well, Lockie Jones, we um, we might have pumped him up a, a little up, up, a bit. But I'll just say up, up again. Sure, you have a struggle in here, Corey. I'm, I'm calling my jets on him. Yep. I'm calling my Jets. I'm not so confident he's going to be there round one anymore, so I'm starting to look for some alternative replacements, but um, there doesn't seem to be a hell of a lot going on. So at 139, he still currently sits in my team. We know they offer nothing anywhere else, Corey. Um, I think by the time we did the Port Adelaide podcast, we'd already spoken about Rose and how he performed anyway in their inter club and, and whatnot. But um, I think the only bit of relevant news for me from that one was Bobby Jones is... Yeah, probably not someone I want to go near. Um, well, not, not shouldn't say go near because he's there around one. Obviously, I'll be next to him, but I'm not so confident it's going to happen anymore. Uh, yeah, no, and I agree with you um, there too. I don't think that. I, 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 I think they're going to go with a more senior team, Port, and as the opportunities present themselves for those kind of players, that they might find their way in there. Um, you think he'll get a game? I, look, my take on it was I thought Tom Cleary was in danger in terms of being left out of the team because I don't think they can play Cleary. Um, uh, who's their captain? Uh, Jonas. Jonas and Alira Lee. I, 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 now, I probably didn't even say this in the Randy statement. I, I might just say now. Alira Lee is going to be all Australian this year. He's a seriously underrated and genuinely good footballer. He's going to make some significant improvement to that Port Adelaide defence. And it's a matter of, okay, now do they go again with another kind of mid-sized guy who can play a bit tall? And um, I'm not sure they will. You know, more towards a poor podcast, I was thinking maybe Cleary's in danger, but maybe they just back in experience. And uh, look, there's no doubt he'll get games, but um, I'm not sure he's going to be a consistent um, game-getter in that Port Adelaide defence. Been absolutely rooted over at St Kilda at the moment. My biggest lock for the year was Rowan Marshall in my forward line. <sighs> That's been taken away from me. Paddy Ryder still, is he back yet? Look, as far as I know, there isn't going to be many concerns in terms of um, him playing round one. Okay, yeah, so Paddy Ryder will be there. So Paddy Ryder will be their main ruckman. Marshall out for a little bit. Because um, I was going to say, does that mean someone else will have to play it? 
But, yeah. What can you do? do you think he becomes a bit of a downgrade or an upgrade target later in the year? Marshall? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, 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 obviously, yeah. Uh, because he's someone who can average kind of the triple figures. It's just, it was just such a fucking loss. Did you have him? Yeah, I was rocking him with Tracy as my ruck three, yeah, and the same. moment that happened, um, uh, it was just like, okay, um, I'm doing some changes. <laughs> yeah, no choice but to, really. Um, Patton. Sorry, cut out there. Um, did they have a... Key? Oh, Patton, that's right. Patton. Fuck, I completely forgot about it then. Um, yeah, broken leg, so that will mean... What's your little boy's name down in the forward line? My little boy in the forward line? What's that in the fucking back line? Now, he's not my boy, Corey, because I couldn't understand what the hype was about, but then post that podcast, the only thing I could ever read anywhere was how good Tom Highmore was and how much of a lock he was for round one. Yeah. So, you think he... Look, I'm still... Don't rule out the Cav box. Don't rule it out. <laughs> well, he sits at least six for me, and I've even, I haven't even put um, Ware on field, and of him, Corey, and Gould sits on my pine as well, actually. So, um, I'm believing the rumours out there, and um, and I'm going to take a... Well, I'm not really taking a punch, because I've actually got the information at this point, but 21% of teams uh, owned. That might have been 17 during the... I was going to say, what did, what did the uh, ownership increase by? We'd have to go back and listen to it, but I've got a feeling it may have been 17. For some reason, that number is sticking out to me. So 21%. I think he's a, a 117k straight up defender. At this point in the year, this is as close as we're going to get to someone virtually playing round one, and so needs to be sitting um, in everyone's team. Even if he's a place kid, it's 117k. It's not like you know you, you might be ruining another rookie by you know because he's 145k, so you have to find money to bring him in and all that sort of crap. He's just one of your, your running your mill 117k guys, so should be featuring in everyone's team. Do you, you think maybe they might just like go? Do you think they might go elsewhere? Maybe not go the kid and and, and bank on their Hunter Clark and um, uh, you know the other boys they got down there and Hopefully some senior yeah. experience and yeah. yeah, and maybe go more senior body on a, on a wing or something like that. Well, do I mean do they they play Geary Ford? A bit, didn't yep. they? Is he injured again, though? Uh, no, I, I think, think he's all right. No, no, I don't think he's in. going to start the season. No, I've got a feeling Jack Steele is going to... Oh, no, yeah, that Jack is Steele's right, because they have to get co-captains, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, um, here he's not around. So, you know, you think of experienced heads who have played back line before, you could think, okay, maybe they could flip Yuri back there, but he's not going to be around, so that might not happen. Look, I'm going to leave that one, as you know, Corey. I've been working on a best 22, um, which give me about... And another five or so business days for it, and um, our Patreon will receive my round one lineups for each team. Yeah, because they've got look, they have a lot of players who can go play down back. So they have a lot of flexibility, and yeah. you know, I'll do a bit of a write up about why I chose certain players and who I left out, and you know who might be on the cusp and, and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, but uh, look, Corey, we've we've got a Patreon, so we have to give them a little more content that we yeah. can produce on there sometimes, and uh, and so if you want access to that kind of stuff. Um, and the other stuff we've kind of mentioned throughout this pod, then uh, Corey always drops the allocation at the top of the top of the pod. So just you know, follow on and uh, get yourself involved. Yeah, you know, um, you know the Lance Franklin news. Obviously, we dropped that on the Sydney podcast. Yeah. Um, anything else for them? No, Jake Lloyd absolutely flying, and um, I don't even know. Actually, I haven't got really got a sum up of their intro if they've even had one. Did you but... hear the comments about getting him the ball the other day? He's, no. he's just talking about like you know they they, they it's hard, it's hard about like they try to get good players the ball and 
Oh, sorry about that. And they seem to just try and get me the ball. If, I can't remember the exact words. I'll try and find it. But yeah, it's okay. So, Frank Brown said that. I mean, I don't know. No, no, no. That was. Um, oh, Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. No? Oh, Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, unless they're specifically told not to give Jake Lloyd the ball, they're, uh, they're literally just going to keep giving it to him. And, yeah. and maybe that's. Maybe we should be a little bit nervous about that. Maybe they're going to become less reliant on him and. You know, maybe Horse will force some of the other players to take on more responsibility and stop being so dependent on him to yeah, transition the ball from the back line. But, horse, horse is um, a, horse is the kind of coach that always coaches to his strengths. I reckon I was going to say though, when the pressure's on some of these young fellas, um, it doesn't really matter what the coach has said during the week because if J. E. Lloyd's there, you might just give it to him anyway. Um, Jets cooled a little bit as well, and Will Gould, Corey, um, it's starting to sniff a bit like last year. That's surely, all I'm going to say. Surely can't happen again. I'm, I'm just saying it's starting to stick a little bit like last year. Uh, there shouldn't be too much from the doggies and the coasters because we only done a pot on them the other day, but anything there? Yeah, literally just done a pot on them and um, and no, I think we're, we could just continue on, mate. Any, well, any rookies that we didn't touch on here? Corey, I think this was more of a rookie podcast than anything else and, you know, with the, the various kind of entry updates, that's, that's about all that... Um, that's about all there is. This was almost like the listeners a bit of a, a quick catch up. If you've missed the last two, three weeks of news, you've had some personal circumstances, whatever it is, I reckon this uh, this quick fire here, Corey, which probably isn't so quick fire, was a was a good kind of wrap up just to let you know what's kind of going on in the super coach world. The quick fire catch up. The quick fire catch up. That's what this one might have to be called, Corey. The quick fire catch up. I love yeah, it. Done, my friend. Thank you very much for your time. As always, it's great to speak to you. Um, when, what day is it? We might have to catch up again almost this week and talk structure. I would have thought we'd have to do that, Corey. we probably coming later in the week, though, I would have thought. We'll, we'll see how we go, but, um, yep, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be around. And, uh, look, if we're not around on podcasts and all the rest of it, we'll probably, we may even start filtering through some questions from the community, Corey. We might even just have a podcast just fucking straight on questions, because I reckon they'll be coming through hard and fast. Um, so the best way, obviously, to have a chat to us, you know, we're available um, just to talk Supercoach, talk shit, talk about other stuff, not just Supercoach for you, let's face it. Um, you can always join our Patreon, get involved in that sort of community, and um, you may not be so relevant on podcasts. Who knows? Yeah, the, the night hours, you can get us there. All right, latest on behalf of Bonds, myself, and the patrons at patreon.com. Uh, peace out, and thank you for listening.